This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award-winning The Midderland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Mm, kind of a gray day, whatever. Anyway, you know, I wanted to talk about something about bards, but I think I'm going to save that for a next episode. And I just wanted to talk about trust and what makes a good game? And what I mean by that is what makes what makes a playable game? Um, and I'm going to restrict the role-playing game because that's what I do. And I, see, I was just I've just watched a video of a speech by Alan Watts about living and not living and things like that. He quoted Albert Kalmus as saying, I don't know if I even pronounce that right, Albert Kalmus is saying, the great philosophical question of life is whether or not you want to commit suicide. And he goes on to talk about how life is a game. It's a game that we willingly, we willingly participate in, otherwise we can all commit suicide. And he talks about a balanced game. And so my, I've got, I got a lot of takeaways from this speech. Not just, but I just want to focus on the gaming part of it. What makes a good game? What makes a good game, is, at least as a ta- tabletop role-playing game, is the balance between skill versus chance. Now, when I say skill, I'm going to take a broader meaning of skill because not all Games have skill systems, and not all games have skills in them. D&D doesn't, at least at the beginning. I think it does now, but I mean the earlier, the OSR stuff, you know, the earlier editions that I deal with, it didn't. But they had special abilities and other things that were defined by class. And so you could call those skills. You could call things skills like being more dexterous or stronger or have a higher constitution. You teach yourself how to do those or train yourself how to do those things. So skill versus chance. Skill is something you rely on. Skill, if you develop it, you rely on it, which means I think I can do this. And pretty soon if you do it enough, you go, I know I can do this. So there's that. 
Chance, on the other hand, that's why you have that handed. That's why you have those dice in your hand. Chance is a simul. The the dice are a simulation of life chance. I mean, no matter how much you trust in your skills and your abilities, you still have to roll the dice. You still have to, because what you're doing is making an educated guess. I'm pretty sure I can jump over that chasm. I'm pretty sure I could lift that gate. I'm pretty sure I could hold up under whatever torture is being handed to me or done to me. You know, you know, you see where I'm going with this. Because as a life, you don't know the outcome. If you just had a, you know, just skills, abilities, and all this stuff, and you had no chance, what would be the point? I just say, I climbed the rope, and I climbed the rope. I hit the, I hit the orc, orc, and I hit the orc. No, there has to be that chance of failure. Otherwise, it's not, it's dull. It's dull. And if you had all chance, what's the point? Because every time you, you do something, you have to, I, I walk three steps, I have to roll the dice. I go into the shop, I roll the dice. You know, there's got to be a balance there because that would be pointless to play too. You know, every time I go in here, I have to roll the dice. Yeah, it could be thrilling for a while, but it gets boring after a while. Both of the extremes get boring. Because you don't know the outcome. You should not know the outcome. Or rather, you should be able to make, if you're good enough, you should be able to make an educate. your character should be able to make an educated guess on what they can do and what they can't do. But there's always that little bit of doubt. The little bit of possibly they can screw it up. I've been in many games where they, you know, the, the GM just says, well, don't roll a one. In other words, you know, it's very a very slim chance you could screw up, but there's that sim still that have that slim chance. So as a, in life, we trust life. We have to trust life. We're in life. You know, you have to rely on whatever your your facilities are, your skills and abilities. Same way in role playing games, you have to rely on skills and abilities, and you have to trust the world. You have to trust world. I mean, otherwise, you would be committing suicide, one way or another. It would be it would be that way, or it would be, you know, like mental suicide, where you just don't do anything. And that's a dull game right there. So what I'm saying is, the GM is the world. You're in the world. You're in his world. You're in the world that you and him create. He, In, in other words, here's the thing. Think of it as cooking. The GM is the chef who makes the base, the bouillon, the, what, say you're making soup. He makes the base. He makes the broth. You, is the with your characters, you put the characters in, that's the ingredients, okay? And the skills are the spices. And that's the way that works. You've got to trust the game. You've got to trust the GM because GM is the world. I mean, he trusts you guys not to screw it up. I mean, it doesn't always work that way, but hey, you know, you guys are adding you guys are adding the difference. So, what you have to do is trust the game and trust the GM. Trust the GM in the fact that now I'm not going to get into stuff like dice rolls and all this stuff and, you know, fudging and all that because to me that all is in service to the game. 
And when it's in service of the game, it's in service of you guys. Remember, I think that the best GM is the one who is impartial, but he's rooting for you guys to do the right thing. You know, that's what my, my old champions GM used to say. He said, guys, I'm not going to be for or against you. I'm neutral, but I'm rooting for you to win. You know, I'm your biggest cheerleader, that kind of thing. So you got to trust the game and trust the GM. And GMs out there, you got to trust your players, no matter what they do. You got to trust them. They're not trying to screw screw you over or anything like that. Same with the the players. The GM the GM should not be trying to screw you over or anything. So there's that. That's what I, all I'm saying is, you're in the game. Five, you know, a game with a good balance of skill versus chance. Trust it. Trust the game. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com. And if you want to send me a voicemail, you can do that on Anchor. And we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. And if you just want to do a one-time contribution, you can do that too over at Coffee. It's uh, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognar. You can, you can give me as little as three bucks. And it's a one-time donation. And... You know, that's enough for me to buy a Coke, uh, Pepsi or something at the game. So, you know, I'll leave that up to you. ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. In the meantime, I'd like to thank the guys who are my regular contributors. Thank you, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Alan, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thanks, guys. And if you want to hear some more good podcasters, Dan Gregg's the Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognar podcast. Kevin over at the Red Caps podcast, Mark C. Wallring, Yawning Albert podcast, Randy and Joe over Biggest Geekus, and my friend, oh, oh yeah, Big John Allen Large, I forgot about that, the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tenkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.